the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program's views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM 1420 The Answer or Salem Media Group. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Therefore, no current or prospective client should assume that the future performance of any specific investment, investment strategy, including the investments and or investment strategies recommended and or purchased by advisor or product made reference to directly or indirectly will be profitable. Different types of investment involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will either be suitable or profitable for a client's investment portfolio. No client or prospective client should assume that any information presented serves as the receipt of or substitute for personalized investment advice from the advisor or any other investment professional. Welcome to the Bullington Capital Report, hosted by Bill Bullington. For the next hour, you'll receive information on current market conditions and trends that could affect your financial future. If you have a question, you can participate in today's program by calling 216-901-0945. That's 216-901-0WHK. You can also reach Bill by going to his website, BullingtonCapital.com. And now, here's Bill Bullington. Well, welcome back, everybody. This is Bill Bullington. I'm uh, actually not in the studio today, but I am... uh, doing the show from a different place. <laughs> and you can call in if you'd like to, 216-901-0945. That number again, 216-901-0945. If you hear anything that you like and you'd like more information on, you can always go to my website. It's bill at, I'm sorry, it's bullingtoncapital.com. And my email is bill at bullingtoncapital.com. So I'll give that address out a few more times over the show today. So if you missed it right now, don't worry about it. Don't try to write when you're driving. <laughs> That's the, uh, not necessary. Uh, anyway, there's been uh, just a lot of stuff going on in markets this week. And uh, as most weeks, and you know, being the last uh, month of the year, normally you get a, a fairly significant rally. Uh, they call it the Santa Claus rally, but it may still happen. And I'm hoping that that's going to happen. But if you look at uh, what the market's done this year, it's uh, pretty rough, very rough. In fact, financial markets, both fixed income and stocks, are down fairly significantly. But there is room uh, for upside potential here. I don't know if it's going to continue to go down. Nobody knows that for sure. But I can tell you that I run scans every day, and I do some... uh, trend following on for a portion of my money and at some point in time I'll probably talk more about that and even have a class in it because it's relatively simple uh, and uh, effective and it really helps when you're looking and you're seeing that hey that not every company is going down some of these companies are actually up a lot over the past 90 days and some of them look like they've got the uh, ability to even go higher 
and they're coming from a whole bunch of different industries, that that helps. You know, so it's kind of a diversified rally. The the larger stocks that, that make up the majority of the indexes, they're not doing that well. And but it, it's masking what's going on underneath. So that's a good sign. Uh, now, whether or not it stays this way, you just have to keep watching and tune in and, and uh, try to keep up with it. But uh, anyway, one of the things that I was going to talk about today, we're going to talk about a few things. One is how change is inevitable and how often you should review your financial plan. I get that question a lot. How how often should you be reviewing this? Some people like to review it on a constant basis. I think that's a bad idea, by the way. You're looking at that constantly. You're going to make mistakes. Uh, markets move up and down as fast as these do. The uh, Trying to keep your emotions in check at all the time. Remember, you, you can't mess up. You mess up once or twice, and it could have an, an enormous impact on your financial future over the next 20 years. So you want to get a, a good plan and a good idea of what you're going to be doing before it happens. If, and if you're not, if you haven't planned for corrections, you know, if you've listened to my show for any length of time, you've heard me talk about corrections and, and how common they are. And, uh, and I go over that again and again. And I go over it in my own head. When I'm looking at it, I'm going, oh, okay, I don't like this, but I know it's part of the process. And I'm going to put up with it. And I've got my portfolio situated so that even if you had a huge drop, say 50%, I'm still okay. I'm okay with that. And you need to get to that point. A lot of people like to use a lot of three-syllable words in my industry to describe that. And that would be risk tolerance. By the way, every time I hear a three-syllable word, I become suspicious. (laughs) But uh, anyway, uh, the, the bottom line is, you really want to try to manage your money so that your money lasts as long as you do. When you're getting closer to retirement, this becomes much more important. Uh, when you're getting close to re- when you're in retirement, the breakdown between how much you have in stocks and fixed income is going to be the determining factor uh, over how well you do. Uh, if you've got a long time period, so let's say you're under the age of 45, I say, well, you could be. Much, you can take you can afford to take on much more risk at that point in time uh, but if you're over the age of 55 uh, you might want to start toning it down a little bit and uh, we've got a, a service that you know if you want us to we can uh, take a look at your portfolio and give you a uh, uh, an opinion as to how risky we think it is my risk tolerance questionnaire has one key question in it and the key question is how much volatility can you accept? How much downside are you willing to accept? And uh, as far as I know, I'm still the only one that talks about that. Most of the big firms that are out there are afraid of confronting just how volatile stocks are. And I think that is so short-minded I mean, because if you're going to be in the stock market, you're going to see it. You're going to experience it. So I think you're better off if you go in prepared. Don't you? <laughs> I would think that that would be kind of normal. So anyway, being prepared, my preparation is, all right, if my stocks were down 50%, let's say I've got 70% of my money. I used to have 80, by the way. Now I'm at 70 because it's getting older. I've got 70% of my money in stocks, in the stock market. So if they got cut in half, you know, would I die? Nope. 
would I have to change my lifestyle? Nope. Uh, am I upset? Yep. <laughs> but I'm, uh, I know better than to try to change or get more conservative after the market's gone down because unfortunately the market does not ring a bell. No matter what those ads on Facebook say, it doesn't ring a bell and tell you that it's about to turn right back up. So you, you can't really know when it's going to make its moves. You just know that it, at some point in time, it's probably going to move higher because over the past couple hundred years, it's done fairly well. <laughs> Made an awful lot of people very wealthy, actually. So you just have to keep all that in mind. And I know it's hard because this is uh, um, that's emotional. And you're, people have a tendency to forecast into the future whatever's going on right now. And there's a there's a there's a problem with that on both sides. When the market's going up real fast, you get overly optimistic. When the market's not going up fast, you're getting um, or when it's going down, you're getting overly pessimistic. So trying to find that balance that's kind of key, and getting that combination of of stocks and bonds in your portfolio uh, correct that's a uh, that's a big one. And my method again, it, it's pretty simple. Take the decline that you think you can put up with. And again, mine's 35%. Uh, it used to be 40, now it's 35%. Multiply that by two. That would give me 70%. Okay, so I could put 70% of my money into the stock market. And if it dropped by half, I'd only be down 35%. Would I be happy? Heck no. Uh, would I? Do I know that in the long run, that's been a good thing to do? Yes, I do. I know that for sure look back at the performance of any portfolio that's been uh, overweight in stocks for a 10 or 15 year time period. And the vast majority of those time periods, it's done incredibly well. So uh, that's basically the thought process going into it. I understand there are going to be corrections. I also know that there's nothing you can do about it. And trying to time that up is, you know, it's a fool's errand. And I just, I'm thinking of, a couple of clients over the past couple of years that were still trying to do something like that. This and they were new because my older clients know better. Um, but yeah, they were new and they were trying to time it up, and they're just so frustrated. And, and I'm telling you, uh, if you've got enough time to watch the market that closely, you need to get a job. <laughs> Seriously, you need to get a job. Yeah, you shouldn't be meddling that much, even if you're doing trend following, which I'm going to talk about a little bit later in today's show. Uh, even if you're doing a, a more proactive investment management style, you should not be sitting in front of the screen every day. That that It's just going to get the best of you at some point in time. The market will wear you down. Uh, it takes a lot of effort, time, energy. You have to have a lot of knowledge. You have to accept an awful lot of things that are pretty hard to accept. We'll be talking about that a little bit later. But um, it's hard. You know, it's hard, Even when you have fun. Uh, and by the way, the only reason for you to pick stocks, in my opinion today, is A, you're, you're going to try to make some money with it. But B, you're going to, and more importantly, you're going to find out just how difficult it can be unless you get lucky right off the bat. And if you get lucky right off the bat, that that's a bad sign. I'd, I'd rather see somebody get in and go down first because when somebody gets in and it goes up a lot right away and you look at the stock and you go, wow, this stock doesn't even have any sales and there are not, definitely no profits. They, they think they're on to something 
and it's going to take them years to reprogram their mind, uh, and it's going to end up, well, it could end up really badly because a lot of those companies go away and never come back again, and, and even the really good companies are extremely volatile. I mean, they're incredibly volatile. So uh, I think just not knowing what you are really up against is kind of rough. Let me give you an example. Here's Apple, you know, one of the best stocks that's that's ever existed. Well, it's down 26% this year. So from January 1st to today, it's down 26%. And that stock, I've seen that stock go down um, more than 75% in my lifetime. And that's one of the better companies that's ever existed. When you look at their profit margins and the growth that they've had over the years, so bottom line is pretty tough. Um, you want to have some stocks. The vast majority of, of people are going to have to have some of their money invested in stocks, and that's why I'm spending so much time on that today. I was reviewing that, and I was just thinking, even with short-term interest rates right around, you can get 4% CDs now um, if you were uh, uh, doing brokered CDs. But you can get CDs now that are paying slightly more than 4% for one or two years. And that's really good. That's going to help. That, that's going to help a lot. All these short-term funds out there, bond funds that are buying those bonds, they're, they're getting a boost now. Their income, their distributions will start going up if they haven't already. And that helps. That, that helps a lot. And having um, 40 50% of your money there right now, I think it's probably a, a decent idea. Uh, I'm still... Personally, you know, I'm only 30% there, uh, which is fine. And I know I'm willing, you know, if that 70% got cut in half, I'd be like, okay. And uh, again, I'm good to go. And I, I have to apologize for rambling and coming back and going over that point so many times, but uh, you'll get used to it. <laughs> uh, I uh, uh, Oh, you know, one of the reasons, by the way, why, why do I have such confidence in, in stocks? Well. The cars you drive were generally built by companies who were publicly traded. Doesn't make them good companies to invest in necessarily, but they're out there and they're a part of an awful lot of funds. And those funds will come in and buy and sell and manage those positions. And it's overall, it's been a very good uh, help. There are new industries that come along. Look at uh, Facebook. You know, look at. Microsoft is not new. Um, in fact, it's been around for uh, a while now, but it's newer. Not as old as General Electric is. <laughs> and when it was younger, it was growing faster, and it contributed a ton to the economy, uh, to stock the stock market in general. And uh, one of the reasons you, I think you need to have a methodology is because it's not always going to stay that way. A lot of the funds that you use will buy and sell stocks on your behalf based on some sort of a formula, uh, or you'll have an investment manager that's actually picking the stocks and, and trying to add some value through their judgment. But uh, bottom line is, you need to have uh, stocks in your portfolio. The vast majority of people are going to have to have some portion of their money in stocks. And uh, so if I can help a little bit by just setting those expectations, uh, it, Cracks me up when I hear people say, "Well, you know, stock markets average ten percent a year." Yeah, but it was down eighty-five percent one of those, on one of those, a few of those years during a few of those years, and it's been been down fifty percent multiple times during my lifetime. So when you're only looking at the return and not the risk, yeah, that's that's rough. But if I've only got uh, 
50 or 60% of my money in stocks and stocks do tumble like that, I can take some of that money out of my fixed income and move it over there and take advantage of that. So that that's kind of a big deal. That's actually a, a really big deal. Now, will you do that? Some people don't. And it's not necessary uh, as long as you're doing it at least about once every other year. That, that would probably be the uh, minimum. To do it once a quarter, I think, is too much. To do it twice a year, I think, is too much. I've looked at the numbers, and that uh, hasn't helped. And it creates a lot of tax issues because you're buying and selling, and you got to report that on your 1099s. So uh, the, the key period there tends to be about every other year. Uh, and a uh, 60-40, I think, if you're going to need to try to generate 4 or 5% income from that portfolio one day that keeps up with inflation, let me see that. Let me say that again, that keeps up with inflation. If you're going to need uh, to get a 4 to 5% return, you're going to have to have minimally 50 to 60% of your money invested in stocks, hopefully stock portfolios that are diversified. you got some small cap, large cap, mid cap. Some international exposure, which uh, we can talk a little bit in the next segment. But the, uh, I'm not sure exactly when I have to take a uh, commercial break here because I'm broadcasting from home today, which is uh, kind of cool, actually. Yeah, but uh, I'm sure it's going to be in the next couple minutes. And okay, I guess I got about 60 seconds. <laughs> so anyway, if you again, if you hear something, you'd like more information on it, or you'd like to set up a phone meeting to talk about your situation, you, oh, you, you're, feel free to come into the office. My website is bullingtoncapital.com, and uh, you can. My phone number is three three zero six six four zero seven hundred, and uh, feel free to give us a call. We can set up something for you. Talk about these things. These are important. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about. Social Security's pensions and savings and how that reduces the amount of money that we have to save to keep our lifestyle intact once we hit that great retirement age, whatever that happens to be. But uh, at any rate, I'm going to have to take a real quick commercial break. This is Bill Bullington right here on 1420. Stay tuned. I will be right back. It's a new day because COVID vaccines just got a big update. So all the big stuff coming up this fall, well, now you can say, you bet I'll be there. Because updated COVID vaccines protect against both the original COVID virus and Omicron. And everyone five and older can get one. So this is a moment we've all been waiting for. Find updated COVID vaccines at vaccines.gov. We can do this. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Dr. Sebastian Gorka wants the administration to stand up. The president's not going to speak for protesters around the world. They're speaking for themselves. Nobody asks you to talk for them. We're asking you to stand with them, to say, yes, it is glorious that they are doing what every free people in the earth wants to do. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 3, right before Jay Sekulow at 6 on AM 1420. The Answer. And Odyssey. 
Do you ever find yourself saying, I need a vacation? Vacation Fixation can help. At Vacation Fixation, we specialize in all-inclusive trips and cruises to Mexico, the Caribbean, and Disney vacations. Why choose us? Our clients book through Vacation Fixation because they are frustrated with online trip brokers and timeshare scams. Whether it's a weekend getaway, a family trip, spring break, or honeymoon, Vacation Fixation will personalize a trip just for you. Want to know the hottest destinations in Cancun, Punta Cana, Jamaica, or Puerto Vallarta? Interested in room upgrades, beach reviews, or details about resort restaurants? How about finding a trip with a direct flight? At Vacation Fixation, we take all of your specific travel requests and shop our suppliers to find the best deal. What's the cost? Our suppliers pay us so you don't have to. Call 330-573-8147 for more details. Or you can visit our website at vacationfixation.com. Or check out the deal of the day on Facebook, Vacation Fixation. Is it finally time to update your bathroom? Bath Planet, a division of Joyce Factory Direct, specializes in replacing and converting old showers and tubs into new beautiful bathrooms in as little as one day. We have transformed thousands of bathrooms just like yours into a spa-like oasis that has homeowners excited to use their new bathtub or shower. Right now, all bath installations are 50% off. So call to schedule a free consultation with on-the-spot pricing. 440-243-5700 or visit JoyceFactoryDirect.com. Welcome back. This is Bill Bullington. I'm here every Saturday morning, and I'm in my office every day at Bullington Capital. If you hear something you'd like more information on, or you'd just like to set up an appointment just to chat over the phone, or you'd like to come into the office, you can feel free to call us at 330-664-0700, or you can go to my website, bullingtoncapital.com, and you can fill out the contact us page. And someone will get back to you, and we will try to uh, help you out the best way we can. Uh, so just a little uh, update. We're adding software to our package, and we're going to be ending we're going to end up uh, creating client portals at some point in time. I don't know how long this is going to take me, probably six months, minimally. So and uh, maybe even longer. So I'm hoping to have this fully in place by June. And what we're going to be doing is setting up what we call it a, a client portal and where you can log in and, and see all your stuff in one place. Uh, you can also add other accounts to it so you can see everything you have if you want to. And uh, there's a budgeting tool on there. So uh, the learning curve, I'm sure, is going to be pretty steep. <laughs> I'm not nearly as young as I used to be. But I think it's, it's about time that we uh, added this, and I think it will really help out an awful lot of people. You know, when you get to that retirement age um, and you're starting to think about, you know, how much how much income could I uh, reasonably expect to take out of my portfolio over my life expectancy? And you can run those numbers or we can run those numbers and make them available for you. It depends on how much risk, you know, you're, you're willing to take. Uh, that That's the uh, uh, double-edged sword, by the way, that those conversations typically are the most important ones you'll have with a financial advisor or yourself or you and your spouse. You know, it's it's really important to talk about this. If you're married, you need to be talking about it. So just to, so that everybody knows, so that they're informed. And uh, 
I like to take a awful lot of time to try to get that because you have less problems that way. <laughs> I mean, the problems are a lot less. And because uh, I can tell you one thing too is that change is inevitable. I mean, the way that people are thinking right now versus how they were thinking a few months ago. Well, twelve months ago, and the market's making all-time new highs. Everybody's, you know, roses and sunshine. And now that it's down, you know, close to 20% and it's getting close to the end of the year, you know, people are, are upset and, and I get it. Uh, but you know what? It's really not that bad. I'm thinking if you're down 20% and you had 60% or 70% of your money, you're the same boat I am. 20% of 70% is only 14%. That's nothing. That I'm telling you, that's nothing. Markets fluctuate, uh, stocks, individual stocks fluctuate 40 or 50% a year. On average, that's the average New York Stock Exchange range from top to bottom. So if you're not used to that, it's because you don't really watch that closely. <laughs> because if you're watching closely, you'd have seen that over the years. And and I get it. You know, you're busy. You know, it's not what you do for a living. And uh, that's one of the reasons that people like me still have a job. And it's getting a little easier, by the way. They're creating tools that are making it easier for us, like I was talking about a little bit earlier, to be able to track your stuff. Uh, you'll be able to track your spending. And the, the tools have been around for a while. They just haven't been very good, in my opinion. They've, re- they've required way too much effort on the um, participants, on the public. So, But those are improving significantly. I left my... the, the big brokerage firms because I wanted to use exchange-traded funds, and they said no. They literally said no. And now guess what? They're all using exchange-traded funds. (laughs) So I'm telling you that the next big move in my industry is coming to holistic planning where you can see everything in one spot and you can make adjustments intelligently uh, knowing where you stand overall. That's a big deal. And uh, the uh, the other part of it is uh, tracking spending. That that's a big deal. And we're gonna we're working on those services right now. We're gonna they're already out there. They've been out there for a while. They've just been very frustrating because when the uh, links would break, it would take a long time to get it fixed, and oftentimes it's not working. Uh, you don't know why it's not working, and it's because the vendor's down for the day, and you don't have the time to sit there and try to figure out why it's down or call and find out if, if it's just the vendor being down and the stuff. Anyway, long story short, we're going to handle all that. So that's a uh, that's pretty cool. I really like it. How to make money last as long as you do. Oh, here's another topic I wanted to talk about today, uh, and it's change. And We talked about it a little bit. I always talk a little bit about it, but change is inevitable. And if you uh, uh, are looking at the biggest changes that are happening right now, it's how electricity is being generated. Those are changes. Now, these changes aren't going to happen overnight. This is not something that that they're working on uh, in your neighborhood. In certain neighborhoods, they're working on it. But how how electricity is generated, how it's distributed, and if you your kid is in high school and doesn't want to go to college, send them to electrician school. I'm telling you, send them to electrician school because we don't have enough people for the change that's coming. Uh, we, we have nowhere near enough people. Yeah, and so the, the tight labor market, I mean, you know, when I was in school, I'm dating myself now, uh, back in the mid-80s, 
they said that a 6% unemployment rate was utopia and would never be able to be sustained. In other words, if the unemployment rate got down to 6%, there's no way they could keep it that low. Now, how long has that not been true? <laughs> Just another example of change. And I've got a caller that uh, wants to come in. Is this a broadcasting from home? I'm not sure who it is. So, caller, can you identify yourself? Uh, okay, Mac. Mac. Okay. Oh, Mac. Yeah, Bill. Yeah, I wanted to ask you a question about uh, dividends. Yes. Okay. Well, my portfolio is down about 20% year to date. Okay. Yet my dividends are slightly more than last year. Right. Yes. That's the, uh, which is a beautiful thing. Now, now I hope you have the dividends reinvesting. Yes. Yes, I do. Oh, okay. Well, that's a great thing because. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just saying. Oh, you you can go. It seems there's too much of an emphasis on the portfolio fluctuation in value and not enough on the dividends and interest that a retiree receives, which they truly live off of. Is that correct? Or Well, the way that you're doing it, um, it by reinvesting, that that helps reduce the cost basis because now you're buying every, every dollar is going to buy more of a share now that everybody's doing fractional shares, you know, you're going to get more shares at lower prices and those Mm -hmm. new shares that you're buying, they're actually, the dividend yield on them is higher than the ones that you bought before the market dropped. Okay. So a dollar's worth of a dividend, let's say you paid 20 bucks for the stock or the fund and it was paying a dollar in dividend. That's 5%. Mm -hmm. That goes down to $10. And you, you mentioned something that's very important. Uh, a dividend actually went up a little bit. So let's say they took it from a dollar to a dollar ten and cent dividend increase. So now it's down. If it, and if it's down 50%, I'm, I'm using these numbers because they're just round and it's a lot easier for me. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm, if I'm still getting that dollar, but now I'm getting a dollar ten, my yield just went way up. And it's buying twice as many shares, that dividend reinvested, will buy twice as many shares because the price is down so much. And what that's going to do is that'll speed your recovery back up like a lot. Right. It's not a little bit. For retirees who are actually taking the dividend payments, what would have a bigger impact on them? Or, Um, Well, what I would do is this. I would... uh, uh, Set it up so that you're taking a certain percentage each month from whatever mm-hmm. you need to take it. Let, let's say, I don't know, it's 500000 bucks, okay? And you need um, $2,000 a month, okay? I would take the $2,000 a month from short-term fixed income, and I would let those dividends reinvest because your right, returns right, okay. will be higher doing it that way. It's not right, a little right, bit. Right. I mean, it's, you know, over a 20-year time period, that's, that, that pays about five times more than my management fee. <laughs> right, right. That, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, one more question. Yeah. It's about an emergency fund. Now, right. as you get closer to retirement, is it a good idea to increase the amount of your emergency fund or maintain still that three to six months? Um, or is that I would probably, on your income? Yeah, it, it 
man, there, there are so many questions. Like the whole financial planning industry is, is hilarious. They all want to think, you know, tell you that here's the right answer. The problem with that is, you know, unexpected things happen. Right. So uh, I would keep your traditional six month worth of living, living expenses liquid. Okay. Uh, meaning that you're going to buy, and by the way, here, here's a tip for you. The short-term CDs, you can buy and sell. Now, they will fluctuate a little bit. They don't have sales charges. You get them through a brokerage firm. Uh, they don't have sales charges. You accrue interest for each and every day that you've owned the CD. Mm-hmm. And uh, if, you, if you have to sell it before it matures, there's no penalty. There's no um, sales charge for selling it. Now, the price will change. They fluctuate every day. But they don't fluctuate like stocks or long-term bonds do. In fact, the interest that you get will probably make that up if you're just looking at a one-year CD. So that's probably if I'm using an emergency fund, and I would keep that emergency fund separate from my investment fund. Mm-hmm. I would. That's that's just Bill Bullington talking. Right, the reason I would keep it separate. Pardon me. No, I was going to say my emergency fund is in a money market account, and then I have a portion in some brokered CDs through Vanguard. Yeah, yeah, that's the best way um, to do it, and uh, just keep it separate. And uh, the other thing, <laughs> since you brought this up, when you're managing money, uh, it's really difficult to uh, people forget what they're doing. They want to take a Roth IRA and put it all in stock because it's you know, tax-free. And so then all their fixed income's got to go in all their other accounts. And then when the market takes off, they're all going, hey, how come the other ones didn't, you know, keep up? Right, well, right. Because they're not they're in comparing stock. apple to and, an orange. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah. Apples to orange. <laughs> I right, get that I all the time. That's... <laughs> hey, Bill, I just wanted to thank you and all the other uh, hosts on uh, 1420 for uh, giving out this great financial advice. And, uh, I look forward to your future shows, and thank you for what, how long you've been doing this. Oh, well, thank, thank you. Uh, people like you make it worthwhile. <laughs> make me okay. feel better. Thanks again. Have a, have a great day. All right. Have a good day. Thanks. And again, if you'd like to call in, 216-901-0945, 216-901-0945. You know how funny this is? I bought a wireless headset yesterday. It's the one I'm wearing right now, and I'm looking at my computer and I'm sitting about 150 miles away from the radio station. How cool is that? Now, you've been able to do this for a long time. I just have been resisting it. You know, just like, yeah, I guess the, uh, the older part of my personality had been coming out for a long time. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I can remember back in the day. Oh, man. I, it was back when they used to call cell phones car phones. And I was supposed to be back to do the radio program. And I got stuck in a traffic jam. Uh, going to, uh, in Florida, there was this bridge going to St. Pete and it was backed up for miles. There was this horrible accident there. It was long enough that, that I missed my flight. So I literally did my radio program on what we used to call a car phone because you had to plug it into the cigarette lighter. <laughs> and it looked like something from a G.I. Joe, you know, walkie talkie. But uh, I did the show from my car phone sitting on that bridge down in Florida. It was the, uh, that was pretty funny. But uh, boy, has technology come a long way. Why am I talking about that? I'm telling you guys, you know, for years, I talked about Tesla 
and the uh, electric cars, and how that was coming. And uh, uh, we talked about, actually, I think it was Nissan was one of the first ones to invest a lot of money into electric cars. Now you hardly ever hear about that. Isn't that amazing? But uh, that's just how that goes, by the way. You know, when you think you know where something's headed, you should probably think of it again. Uh, if you don't, if you're buying individual companies, you got to keep up with them, uh, and you need to keep up with that market. That's one of the reasons I, I'm more fond of doing funds now. And if I'm going to do individual stocks, there's specific rules and guidelines, and we'll talk about that on next week's show. I won't have time to do that today. But the uh, uh, there's specific rules and guidelines I like to follow just to try to keep it as safe as, as possible. And uh, But... Uh, like I said, nothing is as constant as change, and you know how that relates to what's going on now in the economy is the way that you generate, the way that we generate electricity, and the way it's distributed is going to change necessarily. If uh, I'm going to say it again, if you've got kids that don't want to go to college, send them to trade school. And actually, you can send them to any trade school because the building in this country isn't stopping. You realize in places like China and Europe, they have four to five people uh, per square mile more than we do in the United States. That's one thing you hardly ever hear anybody talking about is how much land we have here that's not developed. And, you know, we're the biggest, fastest growing, well, second fastest growing, but the biggest economy in the world. And we've got all this land. It's just those, the things are going really well for us. And I've got to, uh, I'm going to have to take a real quick commercial break in about 60 seconds. So I'll take this opportunity to tell you to go to my website, bullingtoncapital.com. If you hear things that you want to talk about, if you want to set up your own personal uh, phone call, no problem. Uh, I'll do it from wherever I am. I'll do it from the, uh, uh, car on the bridge outside of the airport. <laughs> Just kidding. But uh, anyway, I'm going to have to take a real quick commercial break. This is Bill Bullington here. I'm here every Saturday morning from 11 to noon on 1420. Stay tuned because I will be right back. Some things in life are optional, but indoor plumbing isn't one of them. So if your drain stops working... Oh no! Oh no! Please stop! Please stop! Ah! Fixing it becomes priority number one. So call Why It Works. We'll come out, get your water flowing again, then scope your line with a camera to show you exactly what you're dealing with. Most of the time, cabling or jutting is all you need. Problem solved. And on the off chance you need more than that, you'll be really glad you called us because we offer repair options that the other guys don't have, along with financing for bigger jobs. In fact, if you called someone else first and you're not sure they're on the level, call us and we'll scope your line, show you the images, and provide a second opinion for free. Plumbing isn't optional, but you've got plenty of options who to call when it stops working. Why not choose the hard-working, straight-talking, do-it-right plumbers at Wyatt Works? Consider it done at WyattWorks.com. License number 30185. 
No doubt about it, we're spending more time at home, which is the perfect time to make it more functional and beautiful. Hi, Ed Flash Ferentz here for Artistic Renovations, Northeast Ohio's premier and award-winning remodeler. Artistic did a fantastic job with our kitchen in 2016, and last year, they were back for the master bath. Oh, my word. Do yourself a favor and go to ArtisticReno.com. Believe me, you'll love their ideas and without question the finished product. For a virtual consultation, call 216-520-0838 or visit ArtisticReno.com. In Cleveland, Joyce Windows features their exclusive Smart Shield High Performance Glass, which means you'll be getting the most energy efficient windows for your home directly from the factory. Customers just love how much warmer their house is and how easy their new windows operate and clean. Right now, you can save 50% on all installations. Just call to schedule a free consultation with on the spot pricing 440 243 5700 or visit JoyceFactoryDirect.com. You've heard the saying, all good things come to an end. Well, not always. Sometimes they just take a break. That's what's happening with our Lady of the Wayside's car donation program after 24 years and 96,000 rides donated. Pretty amazing. Here's the story. The car lot's owner has sold the property, making it impossible for car donations to be accepted at this time. According to the Wayside CEO, Terry Davis, the next right steps will be determined and communicated soon. So stay tuned. In the meantime, Terry and the entire team at the Wayside thank you for your continued support of the 450 individuals with developmental disabilities in the Wayside's care. And please take note, you can still support them by making a donation at thewayside.org. Hey, welcome back. This is Bill Bullington. I'm here every Saturday morning from 11 to noon. If you'd like more information on anything you've heard during this show, call me uh, at 440, I'm sorry, uh, 330-664-0700, <laughs> or go to my website and reach out to us on the contact us form, and I'll be glad to try to get back to you. And I'm going to take a phone call right now. If you'd like to call 216-901-0945, and I got Adam. Adam's got a question for me. Yeah, hey, Bill, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Hey, I wanted to get your thoughts on uh, CD ladders in today's uh, higher-paying CD environments. What do you think of them? Um, I think it's a good idea. Um, the uh, Right now, you know, the, the two years actually paying the highest over all the CDs. In, uh, uh, but it's a lot of work to do that, and especially if interest rates do start going higher. Um, but... Yeah, I think it's it's a great idea, and there are tons of uh, uh, tools out there you could use. Quite frankly, I just my own personal stuff. I just bought the two years, and uh, and I'm good with that. If rates continue to go higher, that's that's fine. I'll uh, at some point in time I'll uh, go over there and you know, I'll re re up. I don't think they'll move all that much over that short time short of a time period. And if they do, uh, when mine's you know, say nine months away. Actually, it's probably less than, you know, it's right around 12, 15 months to maturity now because I bought it a while ago. Yeah, you can sell them and get the interest that you've accrued because they, they credit that interest each day. So you get the interest and there's no penalty or, or fee. As something that's super short term with only a few months or a year on it, you're not going to take a big hit on the price. And you get to write that off anyway. So, it's a uh, you know super.
flexible. To make a long story short, I would look at the two year. <laughs> You're talking about the brokered CDs, not the bank CDs, right? Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. There's a big difference. Um, you know, it's really fascinating when you have the uh, CDs and you buy them from different banks. You can buy them from banks all over the country. You get more than the two hundred and fifty thousand or the five hundred thousand uh, dollar protection that that's offered by the uh, FIDC, uh, FDIC rather, the uh, because you're buying them from different banks. Now, don't make the mistake of of buying a ton from the same bank. You know that that would not be good if something really bad happened. Uh, the uh, you right. want to get those spread out there. So, got it. Okay. All right. Very good, Bill. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Have a good day and uh, have a good weekend. And I, I think I have another caller, Al. Top of the morning, Bill. Hey, how are you doing? I'm great. I had a question. How do you buy an I-bond? Um, Seems like everybody should get yeah, them. They have such a high interest rate, but I know there's a $10,000 limit. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> the, uh, no, there's a $10,000 limit, and it is really difficult. But you can go to uh, Treasury Direct online. Um, I wouldn't buy them through brokers because they mark them up. There's a big markup. Well, I don't I've even looked- know if you can. That's why I called. I couldn't see nothing at my brokerage account on iBond. So yeah, I yeah. You want to deal with them? I don't. I, yeah. yeah. So you really just buy but, it directly to, from the government? Yes, Treasury and direct. so that that yeah that that's probably what I do because then you could. Yeah, you know, I held on hold. I, I was trying to buy. I actually I oh, bought okay. Treasury on, <laughs> online, and then I. Uh, oops, I was on hold for 40 hours. I was tracking wow. it. 40. I had to go 10 times. I tried to get a hold of Treasury Direct. I'm on hold for four hours. I had to go. I couldn't stay there all day. 10 right, to- I have hours. 40. Yeah, I did it 10 times. Wow. To go up, call up the <laughs> and tennis I, people. <laughs> and they, they still got my money. <laughs> Fortunately, it wasn't a lot. It was, it was a test. I was trying to see, you know, how easy it would be. And they've had that money now probably for 15 years. And every time I try to call them, it's like, it's the same thing. I'm like, wow. Yeah, that is not a, that is not service. <laughs> that is the, uh, what you got your money now, <laughs> try to get it back. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So going I, back I'm to not your previous super... callers. Oh. I'm sorry, going back to your previous callers question about CDs that you buy at a brokerage. So really, yeah. if you get a two-year and you sell it, you could sell it in a year and you won't have no penalty. Right. Because, because the, you got the, the price may change when, when, they're, when they've raised interest rates as quickly as they have. Um, the price that the CD is going to, that you're going to get when you sell it, is probably going to be less than what you paid for it. Unless yeah, the interest they don't rates guarantee- go down, then it would be more. Right. Yeah. Now, oh, okay. the reason I said two years is because they don't move a lot. They they still move, but they don't move a lot. And sure. like I was telling that guy, you get you get to collect all the interest for each day that you held on to it. So that's kind of nice. And uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's a decent option. I've got them in my own account, and uh, I don't have a ton of them because I still um, like that. Fidelity's got a short term bond fund. 
it's held up really well throughout a bunch of different environments. So I like, yeah, okay. I'll take that one. Right, thanks a lot, Bill. Have a good one. <laughs> All right. Well, have a good day. Thanks. And if you'd like to call us, 216-901-0945, 216-901-0945. And uh, I forgot. that Al was actually a pretty good friend. I forgot that I was doing the radio program there for a second. <laughs> I guess we were talking like we normally talk. Here's something I did want to tell you. The IoT, Internet of Things, okay? There's going to be a new um, phrase, and it's going to be EOT. It's the electrician. Uh, I'm sorry, the electrification of things. You know, talking about the electricity, and uh, this is where future growth is coming from right now. Uh, what I mean by that? Well, they're starting projects that are that they're working on. They're already spending money, and they're not spending nearly as much money now as they're going to be. So it's across the entire country, uh, our grid here in America, because we have so many people that live so far apart, needs a lot more infrastructure, and it's coming. And it's not just the United States. I mean, it's China, it's Russia, it's Europe, everybody. Everything is going electric, and I think anything related to that field, I mean, think about that. People thought the Internet was going to be a big deal. Well, guess what the internet runs on? Electricity. <laughs> guess what uh, school kids have in their you know, pockets when they're going to school in the first and second grade? A cell phone that's got a battery that requires electricity. It's, it's, a, it's actually a really good thing. It's going to employ a ton of people. Uh, they're generally good paying jobs. There are some jobs that are uh, intense labor, uh, labor intense rather. And, uh, so got to have that. And it's right here in this country. You, you can't install electric power lines from China. <laughs> so, but, uh, it's, it's a beautiful thing. I mean, it, you know, talk about a, uh, an industrial revolution and I'm not saying that everything needs to go in, over there or that I'll even use all those products. No, I won't. I just know that a lot of people will, uh, that batteries are in, uh, to charge the batteries, so many things are running on batteries now. Uh, there's no, so much higher demand. The, the demand for electricity is growing faster than the population growth is, and that's got to be handled, and there's a lot of pressure to try to reduce emissions. That's a byproduct. You know, the increase in demand is the uh, uh, is actually one of the things that's supporting the, you know, wind and solar is that we can't generate enough electricity now. And so it's just a, it's kind of a good spot to be in when you have to have uh, a help from an industry that's going to employ so many people, all the people that are involved in that kind of stuff. I mean, you've got the the engineers designing it, the scientists creating new methodologies, the people, the linemen that are out there, the steel that, that they use to, to put up the towers. And like, it's just mind-boggling how far that reaches into almost everybody's household. And when those people are making money, they're, they're going to be buying clothes, uh, paying into our house payment, our payments. Economy grows. So I'm not worried about economic growth in this country. For an incredibly long time period. Now, and the only thing that messes us up 
is politics. <laughs> yeah. And politics, that, that's what gets in the way. And it's actually why we're not further along than we are. Uh, quit arguing. And by the way, industry is stepping up to the plate. They're actually taking over on a lot of this stuff to see if they can get it through quicker on their own. And they will come and they will lobby and they will get some help. But it's just good to see that things are moving in that direction. And um, by the way, today I'm going to take this show and I'm, I'm going to uh, put it, I'm going to download it and put it in a special place because the electric, electrification of things could be uh, uh, trademarked. And I want to make sure I get it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, electrification of things, that, that's the new thing. You had the Internet of Things, which runs on electricity. So electricity runs a whole lot more than just the Internet. But uh, I feel like I've just been talking in circles here. Yeah, I feel bad for you. We uh, have an account aggregation tool that I'm going to be rolling out sometime in the next quarter. Uh, I do want to make sure that my clients that are listening realize I'm going to have that. It's going to help you out quite a bit. You'll be hearing from me soon on that one. And, uh, and again, if you've heard anything that you'd like help with, estimating your spending, your sources of income, how much income you need to generate to maintain your lifestyle into retirement, those calculations have gotten a lot easier because we've got more advanced software. that We have that software now. So if you'd like to know about any of that stuff, feel free to go to my website, reach out to me, BullingtonCapital.com, or you can call us, 330-664-0700. number, again, is 330-664-0700. I'll be glad to try to get back to you, by the way. Don't worry about somebody uh, nagging you or hunting you down, because i got to tell you, uh, I have a tough time calling back everybody that wants to talk to me. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, there you go. Have a good weekend, good investing, and good luck. caught another edition of the Bullington Capital Report, broadcasting every Saturday at 11 a.m. on AM 1420, The Answer. If you have a question and you'd like to speak to Bill personally, you can call him at 330-664-0700. That's 330-664-0700. Or online at BullingtonCapital.com. That's BullingtonCapital.com. The preceding program has been paid for by Bullington Capital Management, LLC. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.